0: Yo! What's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here drinking Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour Podcast.
1: Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 231. Thank you for joining us tonight. Brian, take that hat off. They don't deserve it. Chambers, I I
0: hate that we met today, had a our little, our little fun at the zoo, and I told you verbatim, I was worried about today. We, yep. It's a game we absolutely should win. Yep. And in typical Eagles, a.k.a. Philly sports fashion, we lost. Now, I'll give credit to Jets' defense. Goddamn beast. Didn't help that we threw four
1: picks, but... Now, nah, now, nah, Brian, just three. <sighs> almost four. I three and a w- fumble.
0: Was it? I thought it was a... F- okay, maybe, yeah, that's what I was considering. But, um... Yeah, Jambers, it's funny because uh, a buddy of ours, you know, who is a big San Fran fan, I had sent her a message, and I was like, uh, oh, man, that game was rough to watch because I saw the end of that. Did you watch that game?
1: No, I didn't see the very end. What, uh... so
0: San Fran was also undefeated and lost to the Browns and lost in, I would say, very – I mean, not completely identical – but they, they lost within points of each other. And, uh, yeah, to the Browns. So the team they should have smoked, just like tonight. Eagles lost to Jets.
1: <sighs> big, I mean, big, big day for backup QBs. And, well, Brian, I know why San Fran had so much problems, because Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey both went down during the course of the game. I know this yeah. because I have them across multiple fantasy teams of mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I There's no excuses for Eagles today. I I mean, give it up for the Jets' defense. I'll just say that. It yep. wasn't their offense that did it.
1: No. Um, no, and they had a ton of injuries, too, and they still stepped up and beat it. <laughs> you, know, hey, you know what? You know the what Eagles it- are good for one colossal screw-up per season at the very least. At least this time it didn't happen in the Super Bowl in the yeah. second half like last year.
0: I mean, let's put it this way. You know what? they uh, as as being the team that usually is in the Jets position it's only this like last couple years where we're like not fully feeling like a typical Jets fan probably where you have that dog in you and you're like you know what we, we want to beat a, an elite team. I understand it it can happen they wanted it harder they they did it so but I'm still gonna support the birds Well yeah so, but yeah so uh, chambers. Um, earlier today, we did we ever figure out what was the brewery from Elmwood that, that zoo?
1: Uh, I think it was Stony Creek Brewing. It was Stony you Creek, you had their IPA, yeah,
0: yeah. Their IPA was pretty good, and you got the ember, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know if that was Stony Creek again or where that came from, but that was really good,
0: yeah. But what are you drinking for tonight's episode?
1: Well, uh, had to go into the old beer fridge, and I had a couple more of these left. So, uh, Southern Tier Caramel Pumpkin. Had these a few weeks ago. Gonna kill off the four-pack. Yeah, I forgot to let it sit out a little bit and uh, get lukewarm, because I forgot that it's really not that pleasant when it's really cold.
0: I was just about to say, I was like, you didn't learn your lesson from last time, because I saw you just
1: dive right into it. Right? do I ever <laughs> learn my lesson?
0: The answer is no. <laughs> so i mentioned this beer last episode i believe the young pumpkin stein so you know just uh, too much glare right now but basically has the you know like from young frankenstein uh it's a Marsin style lager with allspice candy ginger cinnamon and nutmeg uh coming to us from the chamney creek so you know the the label's just fucking top tier um, yeah, they're not ones for really writing much. Let's see if they actually have. Oh, wow! Only 5.2 percent. So, huh. it's a it's a light boy. Haven't even taken a siplet, Ugh. sip yet. A I siplet. Hate talking. Take your siplet right?
1: break. Hmm.
0: That's very um. That's it. the candy ginger is what's getting me because it's got that little added added a little bit of spice but still very sugary uh it's surprisingly creamy for a mart like marzins i I, are usually more bready more sugary but like i wouldn't they're not typically creamy like this so yeah it's i like the first couple sips i'm gonna let it warm up a little more see how it feels but you know i've i don't i've maybe had three beers from the chamois creek that i didn't really like Outside of that, they're always pretty damn quality, so.
1: Yeah, they normally hit, so I don't think you're going to be led too wrong there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but no, it, it is the season, Chambers. It's actually getting relatively cold as opposed to the random bouts of crazy hot weather. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Jim, will you be keeping this drinking up tomorrow with the fight in fills?
1: Yes, as we, we're we actually recording this on a Sunday going early because we're looking at the Phillies NLCS schedule. We're like, oh my God, it's like every day this week. And we're not <laughs> going to not watch. So squeezing in the podcast where we can for you, folks. Yes, sir. Speaking but yes, of squeezing there will be, things there, in, oh, I don't know. Ahead, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be having any fancy beers during the Phillies games, but I'll, I'll be imbibing, Brian. We can put it that way.
0: <laughs> but speaking of squeezing shit in, Chambers. What you been able to play this past week, if anything?
1: Dog, dick, nothing.
0: <laughs> this is becoming a, uh, <laughs> a reoccurring again with you, again, Jim.
1: Again, the, the freaking Phillies and this playoff schedule, I love that they're there. Every pitch is high anxiety, super stress, highest of highs and the lowest of lows. But you know what it doesn't do, Brian? It doesn't leave a lot of time at night for anything because I got to watch the freaking game, so... By uh, the time the game's done, we're now in, you know, DS and uh, Championship Series time, so everything's time games. So, yeah, I'm not going to bed until super late through all these games, and I don't... I normally game late, but then by the time the game's done, I'm like, oh, I'm tired, and I go to bed. So, maybe next week. And also, this is going to be a lot of week of uh, setting up for my kid's birthday party, so... Yeah, I haven't had a lot of time for anything.
0: Good times, Jim. <laughs> it's
1: so fun and
0: relaxing. Well, this week, I actually did manage to get in a decent amount. Um, Mortal Kombat 1, I think I talked about last week. I've uh, been diving a little bit into the story. I was actually telling Jim earlier at the zoo that um, it's definitely a good game. I am enjoying it. I think I mentioned last time it, it's a little slower. Um, I'm getting better with the combo, so it does pick up the pace, and that helps. But it definitely still feels like just a tick slower. Um, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the characters. I mean, I've already played as a lot of characters. Not all of them, certainly. But the story's interesting. As I said, the whole reset of the universe. I'm not a big Kung Lao fan. And the first chapter's That's Kung Lao heavy. So, eh, it's not pulling me in yet. I'll say that. But I will say, did you see they already showed that... Um, like, the Omni-Man gameplay?
1: Oh, no. I've not seen that.
0: So... This is probably going to be very obvious. Omni-Man is... Is, uh, is that manga? Is it a cartoon? What, no, what is it, it's, it,
1: on He's from Invincible. It's just a... It was an indie comic line that got a lot of traction, like mid-2000s. And then uh, it got really popular because of the Amazon series.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I knew it picked up popularity in the past couple of years. I always look at it like it's... Uh, was it John Jonas from Spider-Man? It looks just like him, just in a cape. You know, the big mustache and the square. Oh, you mean
1: J. Jonah Jameson? That's what,
0: yeah. Who who did I say?
1: John Jonas?
0: John Jones yeah.
1: You like combined the Jonas brothers with like Bones Jones. I don't know what no, the hell you're wait, doing. Wait, what? There. So,
0: what's his real name?
1: J. Jonah Jameson.
0: Jonah, there you go. J. Jonah. Don't, I, just, don't I just played try. S at the end. Do not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't fuck that up I was, anymore. I was
0: right. I was right. No, no, but, you weren't. <laughs> I was completely right. So, here's the thing. Um... It looks just like, I, without knowing anything about that series, he looks like a bad Superman.
1: That's kind of what he is, yeah. I think he's I think he's actually Invincible's dad, if I'm remembering correctly. It's been a long time since I looked into that series at all. I gotta watch that show. I hear from everyone it's really good. Jim, who, I was gonna say, who's Invincible? <laughs> he's the star of the show. He's, like, the main hero.
0: Okay. Interesting they didn't put him in a game, but that guy. But, uh... Yeah, which, what, then it makes really no sense. Why are they putting Homelander, who is legit just a bad Superman, in the boys?
1: Seems like the gimmick they're going for, Brian. All right.
0: All right. Well, uh, yeah, so anyway, Mortal Kombat 1, great. Um, I, did, I, I got further in Starfield trying to finish. Um, I, I progressed the main story. So I think I, I can't imagine I'm more than like five or six missions away from the main story being done. Um, Just so I can say I finished Starfield, even though I know I'll be playing that game forever. And then, of course, Friday the 13th, I had to pop in, well, Friday the 13th. Um, We talked about a couple months ago how that game, they basically, like for everyone still playing, they unlocked everything. So all the Jasons, all the skins, all the whatevers. So everyone is maxed out level. Um, I just did some bot playing because i wanted to get some footage because uh you know me jim i love my list i love my ranking shit um i wanted i want to do a couple lists of ranking like every kill in that game the grab kills and all that so redoing that you know i do love it obviously huge fan of friday 13th the series i feel like you're a pretty big fan of that series right
1: i enjoy it i've only watched a couple of them i haven't seen like every single one really they're always a fun time
0: when you were a kid, did you not, like, try to sneak them where you could? Because then you had a legal cable, right?
1: Yeah, I had a legal cable. It was just something I was never, like... I don't know, all those old, like, classic things. I never saw any of them until way later. And it wasn't because, like, they were being hidden from me. It was just something that, like, was just never really on my radar. Like, I knew all of them. Mm-hmm. But I was like, eh. Interesting. I was too busy watching wrestling and porn, Brian. Getting a, <laughs> getting a real money's worth out of that goddamn uh, illegal cable.
0: God damn it, Jim. It explains a lot. <laughs> Because uh, I was going to say, did you have a, a uh, you know, I know I know you don't like the gimmicky things of Friday the 13th, May the Force be with you, all those whatever things, um, but I was going to say, do you have a favorite Friday the 13th movie, even though you've only seen a few? Uh,
1: I mean, I might have to go with Jason X. Because it's just so goddamn goofy and enjoyable oh, so goofy. and fun and yeah. quotable. I, uh,
0: this year, I, I mean, actually... Everyone, everyone's good. like
1: butthurt about that movie on principle, and then you sit down and watch it, and then you're like, oh, no, this is awesome.
0: It's so awesome. Um, I make it, you know, I, I have the full Blu-ray set, so each year, on Friday the 13th, I just pick one of them to watch. This year, during the day, I watch the remake, which is another one. That's actually really underrated. Did you see that one? The, like, 09 uh, remake?
1: No, no, I didn't. It,
0: I think, I think it does a pretty. I, I, I enjoy it. It's just, it's what you would want, right? It, Is that it, like it, the it, only one
1: that like? What, some of them like will randomly do it, right? Like, Halloween. Eh, it's not the worst in the world, but it's not like good either. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was pretty damn bad, but like that
0: that one was terrible.
1: That whole production was like cursed from the beginning, anyway. too. So, <laughs> yeah. um, we're like, uh. Evil Dead, that was a pretty good remake. That jockey. was really good.
0: Yeah, no, no, I think this one did it fine. Like, it, they just were like, all right, we're gonna retell it, give it their spin on it. It has what you want. Uh, you know, the throwaway characters, some you like, some you don't. Plenty of sex, some great nudity, and some gory ass over the top kills with plenty of like random comedy in the kills itself. So it's everything you want. But then at night uh, with the wife, I was like all right we're gonna watch another one and of course i get the girl answer of oh well you choose all right so i had to choose jason x she's like are you putting on the one in space i was like yes. damn right i am damn fucking right <laughs> so yeah no uh i i agree that is a underrated gem in that series so anyone who hates it shut up <laughs> <laughs> but chambers um you know i know it is a sunday we are a little early were we able to get any questions this week for
1: yes. Patreon? Patreon.com slash Drink a Play Game, for as little as two bucks a month, you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. So we did get one question in. Normally people do it like the day of when they know we record, so... Anyone who puts these in late, we'll do them next week as well and do yeah. your questions for next week. Double up. You, you know the deal by now. From JD Mains. You never have to work again and have endless supply of beer. But... You can only play long-winded, narrative happy, poorly translated, turn-based JRPGs for life. Deal or no deal.
0: Ooh, I never have to work again. And I have beer for life. God damn, I might take I don't know. I might take that I might take that chambers.
1: Oh, I mean, I'm taking that deal in a second because I don't have to play video games anymore either. So I could buy another hobby. So yeah, give me no work, give me all the beer in the world. If I want to dabble, sure. Maybe I'll try a JRPG or two. Why not? I can <laughs> waste some time. But you know, you know, Bryce. Sometimes you just have to move on from hobbies. Sometimes things happen. Life gets I in gonna, the way.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. I, honestly, at this point, uh, I feel like yeah, yeah, works a motherfucker. So yeah, not working. I, I can deal with it. And I don't hate them as much as Jim. I, I Which is funny because
1: I think I've played more of them, too, you, than you. D- you definitely have.
0: but Like I said, it's not a style. I, I can't describe why I don't like it, but it's just not my cup of tea. But you know what? To not work and
1: beer for life. Is that some kind of chai tea, Brian?
0: That, that's uh, saying the same word twice, Jim. Chai is a tea.
1: Oh, I had never knew that. Well, get learned. No yes that's why I don't play these games because reading's gay (laughs) well you're gonna
0: have to pick up a hobby so you might as well start reading (laughs) nah I'm
1: definitely not doing that
0: (laughs) oh god what would your backup hobby be
1: oh I'd find a way to ruin my life with something or other it would be like sports betting or something probably (laughs) it wouldn't be anything good or productive because that's not what I do god damn it Jim
0: god damn it I like that question JD so yeah, if you want to set that up for me and Jim, we'll gladly stop working, and you can dictate our games. Just and I mean, bills. you know,
1: for the page, you will focus us. They say that's good for YouTube. <laughs> YouTube likes it when you have a focused channel. So,
0: ah. just... <laughs> God damn it, Jim! What the fuck was that? <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> bro you You're get not... to play. You get to pray, and I didn't. I didn't mean to do it on purpose. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. You can't prove anything. <laughs> plausible deniability. Shut up. Well, yeah. Right. You can play endless hours of fucking Dragon Quest now. Like you've always wanted. Goddamn,
0: Jim. can we Jim, speaking of uh, Japanese things, uh, you still owe me my tier list that I got to ah, do for Dragon Ball Z. We, we talked, talked about earlier. So listen. Hey, even tomorrow when the Phillies are on, you can have your little laptop in front of you and you can start organizing.
1: Oh, I will. I it doesn't will. take a
0: lot of brain power. Did you decide yet how are you... So, I'll set the tier list. Names, if you want. You set the...
1: You get the pictures. Yeah, no matter what, I was just... I just bit my freaking tooth. Well, not... How not do bit you my bite tooth, a but tooth? But like, <laughs> I didn't bite my tooth, but, like, my teeth, like, clang together. Oh, God. It's like, I just banged <laughs> my dick. Ow. <laughs> uh, I would uh, rather bang my dick. Ugh, Jesus. <laughs> So, but yeah, plus-
0: yeah you, you find the pictures because, like I said, I'm very curious. Jim, it might become one of our most hated videos.
1: He could. Oh, yeah, that's not being payball behind anything. That's going for the public, Brian.
0: Oh, that is absolutely. I, I will gladly, if there's anything, listen, the joke is with anything, Jim, you know how ignorant I am to a lot of pop culture things. Any tier list you want to make me, I'll gladly sit there and ridicule things I don't know anything about.
1: Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> like, how about we do uh, Star Trek characters? I don't know any about those dorks.
1: Oh, that is true. Oh my god, perfect <laughs> <forever> setup. <laughs>
0: Your heart would be so
1: broken. No, don't say it. Oh, you'll say the wrong thing. Like, yeah, how dare you say that about? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will be getting around to that. No, but yes, but as always. You JD, thank you. That's to a everyone great for- question. Yes, thank you for everyone for the support as usual. Get those questions in. We'll double up next week if you missed it this week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We always appreciate it, guys. But uh, go Fills. So, Jim, speaking of PA and something we've talked about, you manage to sneak in kind of <laughs> a Bud Light topic. Uh, we've said one of the biggest winners in the debacle that has been Bud Light this year is our good old Yingling. And their sales have jumped over 22% over the year since all this shit has gone down. And they've just been selling out of stores left and right. Um, but one of the things they've been discussing is the fact that stores are slow to restock and that they're not actually earning any additional shelf space, regardless of the fact that the, the demand is clearly there. And yeah. they're trying to basically say, "Hey, we, you know, to keep things fair, if it is if this is a free market, people want it. You should be able to have more shelf space for us." So. I'm sure, like many folks, and if you look at the comments in this article from the New York Post, there's a whole backstory, right, to how these things get shelved. Um, we've even talked about to Michelle about when she used to buy liquor for things. You yep. kind of get schmoozed over. Maybe there's some payoffs going on. But you walk into in probably 90% of beer stores in America, you're going to see the shelves dominated by the big boys. And Yingling, yeah, I'm sure it's in a lot of them, but yeah, they don't get that much. So I don't know. Will they by next year, as the year close out, and they have clearly dominated this year? Will they get a little bit more? Bump Williams, CEO of the consulting firm, doesn't think so. What a name, Bump Williams.
1: I didn't realize that the head of Yingling was named Dick. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it seems like that's just like a joke name. I'll be like, it was like, oh, what's this guy? I was like, oh, who runs this thing? Dick Yingling? And turns out, oh shit, his name is Dick Yingling.
0: What the hell? <laughs> I mean, he's he's pretty old. He's 80 years old. Bob I mean, Coors. I... Dick Gingling. Damn it. Fred Budweiser. Well, let me ask you, Jim. It's... I will say, since we haven't reported anything, I mean, the Bud Light sales seem to still be going down. Do you think there is a reverse that they'll ever return to normal? I know I've said I don't think so.
1: I mean, maybe not. Because it's not like... Like it's always been as big as it is because you know it's been there, and because of like the massive marketing that always goes on with it and crap like that. But it's not like anyone ever's like, "Oh man, the Bud Light would taste really good right now." Like, I've, no one says that. So it's not <laughs> going to be saved by its flavor. Uh, they need to put more gimmicks into their cases again, I guess. Yeah. Or start making yeah. some gimmicks. Hey, do what uh, Keystone used to do. You know what Keystone used to do, Bry? You could turn you could turn a case of Keystone into bago, punch out a few yeah. holes. They had it already perforated for you and set it up in ways like that.
0: Wasn't a Keystone that also had that ridiculous? What was it? Ninety-two can case or like? Remember that one? I think, I think it was Pabst Keystone. Did that
1: did the was it Pats for, for I, Christmas? I like sure. the ninety can like case?
0: Whatever you know what I'm yeah you know what I'm talking about yeah um, yeah bring back gimmicks, I mean that's. A surefire way to do it. It's clearly not with their goddamn marketing. I feel but, like Bri, we they got people about... riding horses.
1: It's so manly. <laughs>
0: <After> some... <laughs> uh, um... well, Bri, what were you going to say, Brian? <laughs> this is a good beer.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I was going to say, Jim. Yes, is... I'm sure
1: this is exactly what you were thinking. Whatever you're about to say. <laughs>
0: is give my boy Yingling some more shelf space. That's all I was going to say, Jim. Yeah, right. Give Dick a hand. Put put him on the shelf a little more. I see what you did there. Give Dick a hand, you son of a bitch. Brian, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I uh, I think gimmicks are good, Jim. Gimmicks
1: are good. <laughs> <laughs> now, um,
0: I, I don't know. I, I, I think I would love to see Yingling really take that next step up and I would love to go in stores and see like right next to the big boys just a Yingling because oh yeah it would rule and, and a it's a also again, it's also like undoubtedly such a more flavorful like I feel like Yingling should be on the same thing as like Sam Adams
1: oh yeah by far like <laughs> it's, it's way better tasting than the macros and stuff like that for the most part yeah Um it's been it, it's America's oldest brewery so it's got some history there still going strong and yeah i mean it it earned it and even like their yingling and yingling flights are just as good if not better than a lot of the light beer out there too so Mm -hmm. according to that friggin' market
0: oh yeah those flights are delicious if they're smart you know what do what they can hang their coattails on the eagles If, if eagles are slowly becoming america's team like today today was america's game even though it wasn't a great spotlight for the Eagles. Listen, Brian, the Eagles will never
1: be America's team. I us put it this way. Everyone hates the Eagles except for us.
0: But here's the deal. I will say this team feels different in the sense that, like, I'm noticing, Pete, like, the announcers and shit actually giving a lot of props to, like, Hertz, whereas in the past, I feel like they've never given any of our QBs any credit. And I feel like he's getting, like... He's putting a face on that people seem to like, and if that changes people's opinions of Eagles and Philly, then Yingling, just hop on, hop on, and uh, maybe you can ride that gravy train. I
1: don't know. Ooh, just man, maybe stop losing the games at the goddamn Jets. Maybe start there. <laughs> that would that would. Maybe Jets help. are gonna be America's team now, Bri. Whole nation, going J E T S Jets Jets Jets.
0: Don't don't you dare. That will never happen. Goddamn Jersey. <sighs> But I can't wait to see if there's any more Bud Light-centric topics. But let's let's talk about a little resurrected person who we talked about for a while, then ultimately disappeared. Uh, your boy Bobby, Bobby Kotick, Jim. He threw a town hall, and he got, of all people,
1: James Corden to... This, this headline's, like, just the most... It's, like, cursed, and it gets worse the more you read it. So the headline reads... At Activision's internal meeting, inexplicably hosted by James Corden, Bobby Kotick promises a, quote, new dimension of emotional connection powered by A.I.
0: There's so so much. And then the little subtitle is you are not prepared.
1: And then and then the picture they use, which is just like, it's awful. I mean, it's the perfect Bobby Kotick picture, you could say. He always looks like he's trying to take a shit. He's He's got like like permanent trying to poop face. To me, he looks like the human Modoc. He does look like the human Modoc, <laughs> and better than the one we got in the goddamn movie.
0: Ugh, don't get me started with that one. But okay, I I know of James James Corden, but I had to look up like what has he actually done? All I can gather, is he he's he's annoying. A host. That's what he's done. It, well, he's, he's annoying definitely and annoying. insufferable. I've never, so I can honestly say, other than clips on Instagram or Facebook or something, I've never like seen him on tv i've never watched a full video with him so i i okay like he he's a host or something he's just annoying but why would they hire him like you've had internal company town halls like why would you bring him of all people to host a town hall especially to announce shit like fucking ai (laughs) I, I don't know. This is this is such a weird, weird move here.
1: I don't, I don't know what world Bobby... I mean, obviously, what world Bobby lives in because, like, one, like, no one likes James Corden. Like, yeah, he had a kind of successful run for, like, a couple years. Like, he was always hated by the internet, so it's not like an internet thing that he brought him on for. But he hasn't had his late-night show in a couple years now at this point, so it's not like he's relevant? And... Ooh, pardon me. And then also, like, it's almost like he's seen buzzwords with AI. And if you read the article, he's talking about how like machine learning and AI can bring connectedness to like their games. And he's really interested in Elon Musk's Neuralink thing, which like what, we're gonna play games through like chips in our brains now that are made by AI or some crap like that. He's basically saying the CEO spoke on the future of AI and Activision future games. If you look at new technologies that are on the horizon, we're able to do things that we've never done before with AI and machine learning. We have characters on the screen in video games with mouth movements and facial animation that is realistic. Which, no, we don't. You're going to have a new dimension of emotional connection that we've not yet mastered.
0: It's like, mm. Through AI. Yeah, that's... No. Well, I see all these creators now doing... I don't know what game or thing it is where it's like you're talking to a game and you're asking it questions and they're responding... Like, it's an AI-generated response... It's like, okay, it's cute and entertaining for right now, but it's also like, you're you're like, you know, these are some of the same people that, like, talk about how it's be so bad, and they're straight engaging it and making it better. Like, you do know that's how AI gets better, right? Like, keep engaging it. Um, Oh, yeah. But, no, I I mean, and if you read this article a little bit more, like, the person writing it basically spelling out, like, hey, some of the best physical acting we've seen is in Baldur' gates 3 with motion capture over 200 actors animators dah, dah, dah. they said they even acknowledge that yeah okay so maybe ai in the future can help with cleaning up like a lot of behind the scenes shit that it can't do but like if bobby is trying to talk about ai actually creating that human experience and and motion and acting yeah, I kind of feel like uh, what is it called? Is it um, Arkham's Razor or the Uncanny Valley? Like either one, where I, it it'll probably come like close, but just like everything else, no matter how good graphics get developed, like there'll always be that little thing, whether it's the the hair fabric or the way the delivery is, it won't feel quite right, and
1: it'll be apparent. Yeah. So yeah, I mean the article is gonna be below, and it's just like, it's just bizarre, like everything about it's just so goddamn bizarre. Yeah,
0: I mean speaking about all this shit, Jim, I know the strike is still on. Have you heard anything about that? Like, is there an end in sight for that shit?
1: Um, nothing I know of. I think like the the SAG after. I think they're coming close to a uh, something. Or, I I thought I heard before that they were getting close to a deal and then I guess that fell through I have no idea I'm not paying attention
0: Uh, and I know and I know when like
1: Crooked was on he said that the uh, video game actors just decided to go on strike too. as of so what two weeks ago that's what I was
0: asking yeah Hmm. looks like they were supposed to talk two days ago and it was this uh, Fran Drescher suspended talks as uh... the nanny well she's the president
1: Oh, is she? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be damned. Um,
0: no, I mean, I'm just curious. Like, yeah, what is gonna, you know? I-, I asked you this before. Like, yeah, you want the human element, but there are these things. Like, there's something to be said about how kind of cool some of the AI-generated like pictures are right now. But like, if things like innocuous things like backgrounds being created in games or something, if you can just use AI. Is that kind of cool? Like, so now you're just like how like the question before was, is YouTube ever going to be viable? Because that's kind of replacing the way people typically make videos, networks, and everything. And now, even though there's an unfiltered amount of people just uploading garbage out there, there is clearly definitive value in like, who does it well and who's just doing it, whatever. You know, like won't AI kind of, if you utilize AI, it will be the same.
1: I mean, the quality of AI has gone up like crazy just with, like, goofy image prompts and stuff like that. Like, you remember two years ago, you would get uh-huh. these abominations and people would post them and be like, oh, look how funny this is. And now, like, Bing just has an AI, like, image generator. And it What's turns out with stuff that looks kind of good.
0: That's what I'm saying. Now,
1: I mean, like, the problem comes in, like, obviously, you're stealing jobs and shit like that from people if you start relying more and more on AI. So... I don't know. I could definitely see, especially something like anything run by Bobby Kotick, fully embracing that, to mm-hmm. you know save as much money as they can. So, yeah. I mean, you know what? Honestly, if I was like a digital artist right now, I'd be kind of scared of this shit because, like, oh, man, sure. people—they're just gonna be using this, and I'm not gonna be touching shit.
0: Yeah, I hate to say it, but it's think of it like an artist who when when Napster started taking off and you were scared about like, how can I make money if people are just going to steal my music? Like there will be some middle ground. I don't know what it is, but like, yeah, the industry will adapt. I'm sure.
1: Eventually. P- yeah. I mean, well, did the artists know that they were barely making any money off album sales anyway? So not like that even mattered that much. Yeah. Ooh, exactly. Boy, were those record deals bad, <laughs>
0: but Jambers, let's talk about a little bit. What I would consider a little, a little bigger news. Um, The thing we've been talking about for over a year at this point has finally come to a conclusion and officially announced Activision Blizzard has joined Xbox. And man, oh, man. Right. Don't forget
1: the king part. Activision Blizzard King. Yay.
0: (laughs) I mean, come on. It's candy crash. We know who the prize pig in that that wholesale is, Chambers. We might as well just say Call of Duty has joined Xbox.
1: Yeah, essentially.
0: I mean, um, yeah, I mean, there was some hiccups there. I never actually thought that the UK blocking it would be a thing that would stop it fully. I thought it was just kind of a delay tactic. But it's gone through, and uh, it remains to be seen. Like, Xbox did some cool announcements, did some trailers, some cool art out there um i said i'm excited for all the potential now crossovers between these awesome franchises that you could see in one way or another not just oh don't just throw in fallout people and halo into call of duty as skins or whatever like i want some legit thoughtful crossover somewhere and i'm i'm sure it will be done but uh who knows we,
1: what... well will will be thoughtful bry we'll be done we'll be as lazy as possible
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean, look at things like the Fortnite crossovers, the Minecraft crossovers I've been happy with. I know these are different things we're talking about. I have, I said, Call of Duty, say what you want about it. When they have, like like, when they introduce the boys into it and they have the superpowers, if they do some kind of crossover, like, Halo with Call of Duty, like I mean, that would be cool as hell. Yeah, yeah, like like you bring Warthogs into a Call of Duty Warzone map and and fucking like bring some of the weapons, that would be amazing. Like you know, I I know I'm oversimplifying it, but how cool would that be?
1: But Brian we already have Dickie Minaj, what more do we need? <laughs> uh I want the sword, Jim. Well I want Viva Pinata, so there. D- Nobody wants that.
0: But yeah, um I guess, Jamers, I mean, we've we been talking so long. We know there's these deals on the table with PlayStation that, yes, it'll still be coming there. Do you think my my predictions of whenever Nintendo mentions its next console, it will be compatible with Game Pass and it will have the ability to have Call of Duty on it?
1: I'll agree just because I really want that to happen. It would be pretty goddamn sweet, right? Yeah. I mean, for developers, it'll suck, but for an end-user, that would be friggin' awesome. So, yeah, I will definitely take that.
0: Wait, why would it suck for developers?
1: Because, like anything else with Game Pass, like it, Game Pass really does eat into their sales that they would have gotten from any game that they put out there. But that's not my problem.
0: <laughs> but, Jim, isn't it supposed to be about the end-user at the end of the day? Yes, you're, it's about you're, me. Maxi- you're maximizing fun. So, yeah... It's it's it's. I mean, I feel like this has been they've been on the ropes for such a long time with this. We knew it was just gonna be. Right. I,
1: I can't. I thought it was only like a year or so. I didn't realize that we were coming up on two years. Twenty friggin' months.
0: It, what has been two years? Oh wow. Well, I love all the memes now. It shows like the list of bodies that Xbox been collecting, and they just have Sega next for Xbox. I'm like, but like that's not. I, I'm sorry. I still don't think that's a tempting morsel. You just got Call of Duty, like. I'm sorry, Sonic is not that... The only next tempting thing has to be Nintendo. And we, I'm not saying that will happen. I'm just saying, like, that can only be the next morsel, right?
1: Well, I think there's already talks and rumors out there about Ubisoft. And I think they're trying to start to eye that up.
0: That'd be pretty big. I mean, yeah, I like it I mean mean, that That would be
1: insane if after, like, glomming these people up, if they got, like, the <coughs> biggest, you know, French publisher and game developer out there. Like I feel like one. these two are
0: kind of in hand-in-hand, in hand, Ubisoft and Microsoft, already. Like, the way they operate, like, if you get Game Pass, you almost always had access to Ubisoft. Plus, the fact that they had this third-party thing going through Ubisoft, I feel like Ubisoft is becoming a shell company for them. Because, like, remember that was the deal with the one case where Ubisoft would be the generator of call of duty for playstation they'd be like an intermediary between the two. Oh yeah
1: now how like the uh the cloud gaming for microsoft basically got on what is it on pc or in general i forget what so got he, sold to ubisoft now
0: something it, there is some weird play there so i feel like they're in they're in bed for sure i don't know how but they're in bed but, but yeah i mean outside of ubisoft let's think i mean what else would be big would 2k yeah, I mean, that like would be... Like, then you gobble up sports? I, I don't know.
1: I mean, that would be a big sports thing to get. I mean, you would own, basically, NBA and WWE games, because that's what really goes through 2K at this point. What um, what
0: does uh, NFL...
1: yeah uh, imagine that's EA.
0: Oh, that is EA. Yeah. Okay, so then maybe EA... That would be a big one...
1: I mean, I think I think now that this went through, like, you know, th- the whole time, like, I was fully in support of them, like, taking it over because, like, Microsoft does need a win. If they're not going to make their own games themselves, this is yeah. what they need to do. I think this is enough developers now, though, between that and Bethesda, where it's like, okay, I think, like, they don't have to buy up everybody. Because eventually you're going to hit that peak where it's like, oh, fuck, everything's under this umbrella. Like, that's not good. Yeah.
0: No, you're right. You're right.
1: But it's I mean, finally... I do like that Sega will be the holdout for, like, ever, because of its old Japanese ways that they'll never sell to something like Microsoft, which is so funny that they'll be that last little guy, their little their little blue hedgehog and their army of crazed fans sitting there saying, No!
0: <laughs> but once again, do you think that's even appetizing to Microsoft? My- At this point, like, if you're Microsoft, like, you just bought the filet, are you going to go back and be like... I really want those mashed potatoes now. Like, right. that's what Sega is. They're mashed potatoes. They're good. People like them, but they're not a main course,
1: right? Do you do you, do you really want to own the thing that spawned uh, Chris Chan? Is that what you want? You want me to want that under your umbrella, Brian? You know, me. you know,
0: I wouldn't want that, Chambers. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, now, do you think with all this shit going on, does it? titillized nintendo to maybe want to go for a sega just get get it over with i feel like it's it should be a thing like who does sega hate more nintendo or or the west oh the west <laughs> so i mean out of the answer is always the west bry out of spite do you They're think they should do you think they should go to to uh nintendo
1: that would be funny if nintendo like did buy them and like they made it like some kind of big announcement like oh the oh, the biggest acquisition in video game history and it'll be like eh.
0: You're like, yeah, maybe in the nineties. Like
1: Yeah. Who cares I mean, I guess that? it's historical at that point. It's like WWE buying WCW. It'll be like it'll be that weird feeling.
0: Yeah. I remember hey shit, I do remember being a kid when that when that happened, I was like, Oh my god. That fucking dual multicast on both things going on.
1: Yep. WCW,
0: WWE together.
1: Fate of the world's in my hands.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh but no. Um good on you Xbox. Now do something good with it. Make cool products. Do a lot of cross promotional shit. And don't fuck it up. Yeah. Be hands
1: on without being too hands on. Yeah. Like, Let you the know, developers do, do their shit. Don't do it you did with Rare. But also don't do what you did with uh, Redfall and give them too much leeway to do whatever they want, and then that turned into a disaster. So,
0: yeah, like Call of Duty, leave them to their devices. As I said, offer to allow them to use IPs. Let them fucking bring in now Doom, Fallout. Uh, like I said, Halo. Like, dude, how awesome would Doom guy be in Call of Duty? Like, you can now do that. You have the, the IPs.
1: Yeah, because they did just, like, piss off, like, everyone by... It. What did they... They just shut down, like, original Blackout, right? Uh, yeah. Like, they're forcing you to move everything over to, like, Blackout too, even though a lot of, like, your skins or something or other doesn't translate over. I forget S- what it exactly. is. Something,
0: yeah, something dumb like that.
1: But that's, like, the main draw for Call of Duty now, too. So, yeah, here's your chance to Fortnite it up and have some crazy crossovers <laughs> like you were talking about.
0: I mean that's the thing. I think the number one reason Fortnite is what it is is those licenses they pull. And Call of Duty, they they do it in such short spurts, but if man, if you just keep them in there and keep adding to it, then do it, man. You got enough things. People would love the shit out of those little little add-ons make a big difference as we see.
1: Ah, and like when Fortnite had like Dragon Ball Z people <coughs> doing Kamehamehas, you could have like Dovahkiin doing like Bach and like killing Dude, people in the fucking game.
0: Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Fucking have a dragon in COD Warzone. You don't. Uh, Jim and I, I mean, we used to. I remember my big argument of why. Oh, Warzone was it going to
1: blackout? Jesus, I'm old.
0: I know what you meant. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, you don't need it realistic. Throw some fucking dragons in there. You know what? Just throw, ride a dragon against a helicopter. Who cares? Just fucking have fun with it. <sighs> but Jamers, so I think that one is now put to bed. The only news I think we'll ever follow up with that shit is like, yeah, if there is any more potential purchase announcements or some like, hey PlayStation, you're just gonna get some shit a little bit late. You'll still get it.
1: I know the, the FTC. I know the FTC is still like appealing the court decision, so they could still be a little bit of a pain. So that's why like this announcement giant just like dropped last week. Everyone was just like, oh. Oh, holy crap. Like, they're kind of just doing a victory lap now. Even though it isn't, like, fully, fully done. But yeah, it's, it, it's essentially done at yeah, this
0: point. It's done.
1: Sure. And actually, Brian, one good thing that could come from this to bring all these stories of today full circle. Uh, it, Bobby Ningling? Kotick. Is probably. We, when we were talking when this all first went down, like, this was right as, like, the huge Activision, you know, sex scandal shit was going on. And a big thing everyone was saying is, well, maybe this will be the way to get rid of Bobby. And it seems like it might. Cause apparently according to Phil Spencer, Bobby's gonna stick around through uh what, January or at least uh, first quarter, twenty twenty four. Yeah. And then yeah, that'll probably be it for him. Good. I mean listen, I mean, he I'm is not, the guy everyone hates. He's the big baddie. He he's hated, so Yeah. I how do you he's gonna get four hundred million dollars to go away. <laughs>
0: I mean, we just talked about Unity CEO needing to go away, so, yeah, get rid of the top dogs, the bad apples that everyone hates, boost morale, boost your public image, probably a win-win. Yeah, I know a lot of,
1: it's funny that a lot of people are so butthurt about it, it's like, look, Bobby already won, he's too big to fail, he was too powerful, so, like, he's not gonna go to jail, it's never gonna happen. Uh, He's never going to, like, face any real repercussions for anything that's ever happened, ever. Just
0: remind me, what, like, other than, like, what was the biggest things against him again?
1: I think it was, like, covering up um, sex scandals and maybe, like, pressuring people into redacting stories or, like, you know, maybe what you could, like, someone consider, like, tortious interference and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, the dickhead stuff. Like, he's very anti-union and crap like that. Like, he's... He's big into union busting within uh, Activision itself. So, I mean, I guess he could be somewhat responsible if they found out that he was responsible for burning all the evidence for the sexual abuse. But I don't even think in general it would have been anything you could have probably pegged him for. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Sounds like typical CEO nasty shit. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, no
1: one, you're never a CEO for the most part because you're a good person. Like, you have to be like a ruthless prick to be that powerful.
0: They said the personality test of any CEO is like they're all the same. Yeah, you're ruthless. You're a prick. Most people don't like you. You got there somehow, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's been with Activision since like, what, 1991 or some crap like that. But He kind of saved the company back then. So, I mean, yeah, he made a juggernaut while doing a lot of bad shit. So, typical success story.
0: He was the MODOK of Activature?
1: All right, bro. Stop for speeding the mode, <laughs> I just want to say MODOC.
0: <laughs> but, James, speaking of things going away, uh, and actually, our buddies over at Gaming Off the Grid just did a video on this. Um, so, Best Buy is going to stop selling physical media, DVDs, Blu rays, games, as early as first quarter of 2024 both in-store and online the the in-store doesn't shock me as much the online is kind of shocking
1: yeah i didn't realize that it was online as well
0: yeah so you know um when i saw this i went okay i personally haven't bought anything from best buy in many many years And for no other reason than there's not a convenient Best Buy near me. It's not like I didn't like them. It's just I always felt they were a little too expensive and weren't close to me. But, man, does this cut into, like, I feel like that has been a go-to for a lot of people for games and movies and whatnot. So, as far as brick and mortars, that literally leaves, like, Targets, Walmarts. Like, what else is there at this point?
1: Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Target, Walmart, GameStop. Um, uh, eh? I mean, there's places to buy out there still, but it's just like, yeah, it's just weird that like such a big tech-heavy conglomerate like Best Buy is getting rid of everything physical, like media-related. Like the only movies, thing games, I can Blue guess, Ray, like remember, like it takes Circuit up a lot City? of it takes up a lot of floor space. It does. And I'm guessing it's not you know selling the way they needed to to justify it. So I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, it's funny you talk about buying from there. Like, I bought my whole new kitchen set there on a uh, Memorial Day sale, and it was actually a pretty good deal. I was like, "Yay!" But I yeah. walked through. I walked through the game aisle, and I was like, "Yeah, there's nothing worth buying for these prices."
0: Well, that's my point. Like, I I basically at this point I used to view Best Buy as like the like we said the kind of cool tech thing, um, but now I kind of look at it like a Sears that also sells phones, like. I don't know what else to say. Um, maybe p- computer people can argue with me about it. I've never bought computer stuff from a Best Buy, so I, I won't do that. But yeah, it just—I it, think it stinks. Um, and you know, you and I, gaming off the grid, people our age, all kind of feel the same way. It's like we value the physical media thing. I mean, I still do my runs to to friggin goodwill's get my dvds get my games or whatever like i i do think there's something you're gonna miss even though i know it's inevitably going to an all digital future at some point you're gonna miss having it although as you learn moving you're like why the fuck do i have all
1: this stuff yeah it's it's easy to wax poetic when you're kind of you know you're you know you're settled you're established and you have all your crap and you can put everything everywhere you want you know what to expect from your house but yeah, no, it's a pain in the dick, and I would, and then between moving the crap and having some of my crap stolen during the course of all this stuff, it's like, yeah, this is so not goddamn worth it. I wish I never started collecting.
0: Yeah, I I can't blame you. Um, I don't know, like there aren't enough pop mom and pop shops. I mean, think about like near Mom and pop
1: shops suck for the most they, part. Like they I know, do. I know there's good ones out there, probably. But, like, people wax, or did I say wax poetic already? I'm, I'm turning into you with MODOK. Uh <laughs> But people, like, people type up mom and pop shops way too much. Like, I appreciate what they do, too, but, like, every single one that I've been to in our local area, everything with that you would want to buy is overpriced, which, you know, I get it, because, you know, brick and mortar, overhead, they gotta make the most out of the games that are gonna actually sell. But it's still bullshit. And then everything you buy from them, like, for the most part, they're not clean. It's never fucking clean. And, you know, they say they tested everything, but I've bought games that just haven't worked from these stores before. So, like, yeah, they're not these infallible things that we have to protect at all costs.
0: So, I mean, what do you think... better than
1: mom and pops. You're paying for convenience.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, what what is the future of physical media? Is it really just going to be relegated to whatever the largest walmart's whatever and by the way can i say for physical media i think i talked about this before but walmart does kill it with their dvds like i still love the bundles of like whole franchise it'll be like the whole friggin scream six movies or whatever and it'll be like 20 bucks and and it comes with like cool cover art like they have their own custom things like they put effort into it is all i'm saying like you've got to appreciate that um yeah like it's just gonna come down to that and is that fine is that like what you expect i mean if gamestop we talked about last week with their new ceo and their new strategies if that ever goes away man i guess the idea of that midnight game release game centric places just won't exist anymore
1: yeah and it'll suck and i mean yeah you can hate on gamestop as much as you want for a lot of their practices but you know what gamestop's great for deals and getting deals on old crap Mm -hmm. and when they have it if you go in there and you strike when it's good you're walking away with so much like you know four for one deals and crap like that it's insane
0: yeah i guess uh when do you think the mass uh clearances start with best buy unless they already did
1: that's a good question because people love the shit on GameStop for you know throwing out you know overstock and shit like that what's best buy gonna do I mean, if Best Buy announces some crazy sale to get rid of, you know, before dumping all this stock, you know, hopefully they just try and sell it off for as much and get what they can from it instead of just, you know, trashing it all. But, you know, then it's that old thing of, you know, floor space verse, blah, blah, blah. Is it even worth it to do that? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's it's good questions, but we'll, we'll follow up. I mean, so this came from a tweet, but the tweet is linked to an article from. Uh, the digital bits and like I said other channels have talked about it and covered it so we'll see it just seems like more and more stores just trying to get rid of their physical media and that blows
1: but Bri there is a reason why physical media must never die
0: okay. and why
1: we must keep stores around because god it Bri sometimes sometimes there's a little glimmer of hope that comes through there's a little shining moment for all of us out there a little underdog story that tells you you know what everything just might be okay because brian in the month of september 2023 exactly one brand new wii u unit was sold in the united states i love this
0: There are so many questions i have about this um and, and it is a really interesting article from nintendoeverything.com uh it's extremely short so i'll just you know paraphrase the interesting parts as jim said So, the last time a Wii U was sold was May of 2022. Uh, Out of a store
1: in the United States, we should say.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But then, in that same note, it also mentions that a Super NES, the last one sold in the U.S. was in January of 2008. And for those of you unaware... The NES, Super NES came out in North America in 1991,
1: so... And it basically was done by, like, 97, 98 at the absolute latest, so... It's so weird when, like, these random shops will just have this new old stock. That's the thing, like, do you... You know, and
0: I really, really, really want to know, like... Do they... Would they count, like, an eBay store? No, it can't, because,
1: like, I'm sure more of them have sold, you know... Over no, time. no, no! I'm
0: saying, could eBay be selling a new Wii U, but it's from a brick and mortar store, or is this like a guy walked into a store, and like you said, it's a mom and pop, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the Wii U, we still have one of those left, brand new." Like, there, I, I, I hate that there's so little information. It doesn't say where in the U.S. It doesn't say, you know, do you think, what do you think they paid for it? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I wish it said what they paid for it. I, I'm really curious to see what that is. Because, like, is it, were they still selling it for, like, over 200 bucks? I don't know. That would be crazy if they were. Like, I really regret, speaking back to, like, Best Buy and stuff, like, I remember, like, three-ish years ago, maybe, like, Walmart was, like, liquidating, like, new th- uh, th- uh, 3DS XLs for, like, 80 bucks. And it came with, like, Mario Kart. And I was like, I already have a 3DS that I barely play, but part of me does want to just buy this. And I didn't. And I regret it now because I would have a brand new 3DS waiting for me, especially since my old one is stolen now. So, like, that would have been some good future-proofing right there, or just a cool thing to have for a friggin' bargain. I was gonna say, like,
0: is there anything, like, say there was a limited edition 360 new in box, and just for argument's sake, it's like a hundred bucks.
1: Would you get it? I'd be tempted. It'll be kind of cool. It's money I don't need to spend and and use up space Uh, I don't need to use up. But of course, how cool would it be to say that I bought a new special 360 in the year of our Lord
0: 2023? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the Wii U, man, buying anything new, it, hmm. I'm just trying to speculate like, and I want to you, know what
1: store it was too like it pisses me off how vague this uh article is it doesn't say how much It doesn't say what store it's just like God, just give me the info I need to know because I mean, like i I'm I would almost expect I was almost expecting a Walmart because Walmart will be randomly good about just like finding a box in like a back alley of like one of their mega stores and like we'll just have some old shit like on a shelf just sitting there. for a little bit yeah like they, like they still have like I've seen Walmart still sell, like, brand new copies of Metroid Other M. And I'm talking, like, hmm. a year or two ago. And that's a game that came out in, like, 2010.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that shit happens. Could it even be, like, a random GameStop that didn't dump its shit? You
1: know? Like, I, who knows? Yeah, this screams mom and pop to me. But, like, part of me would think it would be even more interesting if it was, like, a big retail store.
0: I just want to know how this guy even got this info. Like, what trick? Like, where are you pulling the data that, like, it's defined as a new sale? You know, like, I don't know. Like, there, there's so many questions I have about this that it doesn't answer, but it is, it is, you know what, Jim? As much as I hate the Wii U, I like that it ter- <laughs> just sold one unit, and before then, it was May 2022.
1: So apparently the source is uh Circana, which is a retail tracking service. Ah. So you, you new units purchased via a retailer. That's the info that I have there. Ah.
0: Okay. So
1: apparently this is the first time a new Wii U was sold since May of 2022. The last time a new Vita was sold was in November of 2021, when three were purchased. Hmm. Um, all right, so uh, Vita. Talk about a thing that I wish I struck on when no one was buying it and they were liquidating that shit.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of those consoles. I mean, same. Same. I. I. Honestly, when I like walk through Target and I see some of those consoles, I know we've talked about, like the little mini, like handhelds with a whole bunch of things, or or the mini systems like the Intellivisions and all those shit. Like, I see those and I go, man, they're pretty cheap, and a lot of times they're on clearance tracks. I'm like. But I don't need them. It's one of those things I always go, like, should I have? Probably not. But, you know, like you said, could it be cool?
1: Brian, what is the cool purchase that you went, I'll never use this. Why would I ever want this? But I kind of want to buy it that you passed on. And then you went, shit, I should have done it. Do you have any of them in your uh, <coughs> repertoire, in your little history? I,
0: I mean, we've talked about it so many times, not getting that goddamn juggernaut. Uh, the, the Call of Duty mini fridge.
1: Oh, yeah. But that wasn't even as easy to get. Like, you had to, like, really pre-order that. And, I mean, but you, you, you th- probably could have done it if you really I, I
0: could have done Like, I was in that, you know me, when I was, like, hunting that shit down. Like, that I, was the I height was of your duty
1: love, too. Yeah.
0: And I was, like, whatever that price was, I remember I was, like, at that time, I was, like, man, I just can't justify it. Now I look back, I'm, like, you could have justified, but... You know, stupid, stupid bitch that and maybe like I think back in the day, like my cousin or something was like trying to get rid of his like Atari Lynx. And I remember playing it and loving it and same deal. I was just like, no, I don't really need it. And I'm like, that's uh, that's like a random little handheld. I would love to just be like, yeah, have an Atari Lynx, you know? Yeah. Even a second game gear, like thinking back of not getting it, like I was another one a different cousin had. That I thought, this is the coolest thing in the world. Just little things like that, that like when I would be having more expendable income, especially when I was in the hard like heat of gaming shit, I wish I would have got. I mean, when we first started this page, I look back at like the shit I would pass over at Goodwill's when they were stocked. And now I'm like, fuck. Yep. <laughs> what about
1: you? What's your, is it the Vectrix? Nope. Right. It is the Ooya.
0: Oh, good old
1: Because I remember, what do you call it? Like, uh, it had to be like 2015 or something at this point. Maybe 2017 at the absolute latest. But I doubt it was that late. But I was, like, for some reason Target was, like, one of the big retailers that, like, went in on the OUYA and was, like... That's, like, our buddy Super Nintendo had a great video about the OUYA. And how, like, a lot of the Kickstarter backers were pissed because uh, Target's had OUYA before the Kickstarter backers wound up getting them. Mm-hmm. So... I would remember walking through there after the thing had already failed, and they were had all these, you know, brand new full units and stuff like that for like thirty bucks. They were getting rid of them, and I was like, "Man, I could get a new year for thirty bucks." And I was like, uh, eh, I would never use it." And now looking back, I'm like,
0: "Stupid." Yeah, well, I'm looking right now. Uh,
1: it's they're not super expensive now, but just you to, can get like, it for fifty bucks on eBay right now for brand new in box though.
0: Uh, complete with box power cord. It's pre-owned, but yeah. still still complete in box. Yeah, I mean, okay.
1: that's all right. But it could have been new, Brian. Br-
0: brand new is 150 There you go. Looks like.
1: Stupid Jimmy. Stupid uh, Jimmy and his momentary <laughs> weakness of, uh, nah, I don't really need it. Here's the thing. If you ever say to yourself, I don't really need this, just buy it. Because then you won't man. regret it later. Does it... Ooh, uh,
0: I, do, I remember that thing coming and going like what did it actually play
1: it basically played like 2013 14 era Android games like Android phone games as like a little consoleized version
0: oh wow sorry you really mad you didn't get that
1: you know what I'm mad because of how <laughs> weird and dumb it is because you okay. know me I love my weird dumb shit and so to have something like that would would yeah. be like so funny to be like I have an idea we <laughs> right, could have been an Ouya channel. We could have been focused. could have been focused and had success.
0: Jim, we Would have I ridden mean, the Uya
1: all the way to the fucking moon. Jim, you've actually
0: just inspired me. What if we find... What if we find an Ouya, or again, Ouya, just to do a review? Now, does it come preloaded with games, or did you have to buy games for it? No,
1: you it? had to buy games separately for it. Mm. But I think nowadays there's uh, sites that basically have, like, all the ROMs that were ever going to be out there for Uya like, available for download because the service has been dead for, like, years and years
0: and years. Gotcha. So, oh yeah, I'm looking right now. There's approximately 1,250 games on there. Holy crap. Ooh. Jim, you know what we need to do? We need to find a site that does play these, and we need to play, like, the top ten rated, like, best games on there.
1: Yeah, yes, we do. It'll be weird It'd be weird to see what they would be.
0: Because I feel like that's something that is very us. Like, we like playing the random shit. I, I, and somehow we can find that, I'm sure. There's got to be a way.
1: I do miss that, like, early 2010s era of, like, Gameloft developed games that were just, like, blatant ripoffs of actual console games just made for a cell phone. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no. They, they they were great. I said some of the best, like, random licensed or even unlicensed, like Friday the 13th, uh, Halloween, had, like, these phone games that, like, I either remember or were so mad I never got to play, and they only lived on those, like, Android-style goofy-ass games. Yep. I think we gotta do it, Jim. I think I'm gonna find it. I'm, I'm looking right now. I already see videos of, like, the 10 best OUYA games
1: new page reboot here we go
0: we're gonna do it we're gonna be yeah we're gonna be the OUYA boys it's a new new era did they have Shovel Knight on there I don't know I don't know no it just looks like Shovel Knight but no it's not Shovel Knight okay we're gonna do it you inspired me Jim
1: Rake Fighter Jim you've opened
0: OUYA's box get it like Pandora but OUYA
1: well, everyone, that wraps up this episode of the Power Hour. So once again, we want to thank you for checking it out. If you're watching on YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes, check the links below. Go to all the different services, download it, uh, give us subscriptions, leave reviews. Anything you can do will really help us out. Jim, how was your beer? <laughs> uh, you know what? The second one was a hell of a lot goddamn better because by then it had been, you know, cool. It had warmed up a little bit, and that's when all the flavors really bounced themselves out. Uh, you know It's funny. Uh, that beer I had last week, that was 10%. I had two of those, and I was super drunk after, and I woke up with a bitch of a headache the next day. I'm sure. Whereas these are 8.6%, and, like, that's still pretty high, and, like, I got a good buzz going, but I'm, like, insane right now. And I've had these before, and I didn't wake up feeling like shit, so... It's gotta be something with how they filter out something or do something with the blend. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, 1,000%. Um... This delicious, Jim. I'm going to save you some two cans so you can try it yourself. Cool. Uh, the Chamonix Creek, like I said, doesn't miss. And the Marson style, it, it it feels like a pumpkin beer, but it's clearly not a pumpkin beer. So really good if you're a pumpkin hater. Perfect fall beer, Halloween style. Awesome can if you can get your hands on it. So as Jim said, thank you once again for everyone who's watching. And please hit that subscribe button. It would mean the world to us. With that, have a good night. Cheers, guys.
1: Cheers, everybody.